Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode, a big episode, of the Grizz Nation Podcast. It's your boy, Steez, and I'm here with my boy, Brad, as always. Say what's up, Brad. What's good, everybody? How you guys doing today? And the reason I'm saying this is a big episode is because we're about to, to we're about to start the playoffs, and I, I'm, I've been waiting a, I've been waiting a, a, a long minute for the playoffs, especially with the games as of recently, because it's been so boring. Um, no, I mean they haven't been exactly boring. I'm not going to just go show on the games completely, but just in the way that we're not playing for anything. So it's like, yeah, we're being competitive, but am, am I? I'm sitting here just kind of like, what's okay. the point? The only, the only time I really, uh, I, I the, the only game I really enjoyed that didn't make that like just really had like no point of watching was the. Uh, the Pelicans game where Jock comes back and we win by like forty, whatever. That game was entertaining, but besides that, the other games were just kind of like throwaway games. We didn't. We just kind of wait for the playoffs. Uh, so you know, before I guess we're gonna actually get into the playoff series itself, uh, I wanted to just kind of reflect on the se- the season that we had because this is, in my opinion, the best Grizzlies uh, regular season of all time. I get we had our season where we went to the Western Conference Finals and all that, and we you know. That see that season we weren't that good in the regular season as we are this year, and this regular season was just un- unbelievably fun. We were way ahead of schedule, and just got to give my respects. Um, like I, I guess I'll start with you, Brad. Like, what's your what's? I know it's kind of hard to just kind of explain it, or you know, like kind of kind of you bring out your own words of how the season was because it's you know it's just so it's such a great great season overall. Um, but I, I guess. What the best you can? How 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 was the season to you? Like in, in one words. word, in one word, amazing. Um, it's truly amazing how camaraderie of our whole team just came together this season. Like just like the addition of Brooks or uh, Brooks Bain um, stepping up. Like how he has like doubling his scoring average to eighteen point two right now, and getting that speed uh, that that very important piece in uh, Adams, Stephen Adams. Um, it's just it's it's amazing because I remember like the first season I was a Grizzlies fan was last season. You know, obviously it was it was I don't know if you would say like one of the better seasons you saw as a Grizzlies fan, like in like the recent like years. Um, I don't know if you'd say that, but you know we made the play in tournament. What we made the playoffs. Um, obviously lost to the Jazz, won one the game of that, but um, just seeing how our teams like came all together, just um, the season has really really been really surprising just really surprising yeah like it's just it's just one of those years where it's like i just like there's it just you just don't see this from a t- for ma team every season uh every single season this is like something that's out of the ordinary uh our average age as a, as a team is 24 years old the fact that we were able to be just ahead of schedule and take a second seed like this is like truly unheard of and the fact that our team is just it's it's not really just been like our top players, like we're not getting carried by someone. Like it's like if you're the next man up, um, you're gonna yeah. be you're you're do they're they're gonna do their thing, they're gonna provide. They're, mm-hmm. it feels like uh everyone on our team's had like a hero moment this year where they kinda just like <laughs> I mean I spe- I'm not gonna say like Yavis Pons had and Jarrett Culver's had it. But I mean there's been there was a game actually where Jarrett Culver, it was a Lakers one, where he actually came in and he did this a good, a good like six minutes where he was kind of just being a bucket and like a very good hustle player. So yeah, it may, maybe, maybe it is if we really go break it down. There's been times where like all these players that've really been on our team the whole season have had their little hero moments, and that that's just, that's what just makes the team. It's like 
that's the, also the other factor where we're just the underdogs. Um, I get we're a second seed now, so we're not underdogs at this point. But I still feel like we kind of are because I know there's a lot of people that just don't believe the Grizzlies. Um, they think that we're pretenders, and I'm hope I'm I'm, I'm I have complete confidence that we're gonna show them like what we're really about coming into this uh this these playoffs. Yep. Uh, with with that being said, though, um, we finished with 56 uh, wins, which would be our tie for our franchise record. Mm-hmm. Last game of the season, we didn't play our guys, and the Celtics played all their starters because of yeah. seeding reasons. So we did, we did, you know we kind of like we kind we kind of choked when it came to getting the our franchise rec- mm-hmm. our franchise win record. But it doesn't matter. Fifty six wins is is still better, and I think that this team is better than the look, the other team that got fifty six wins for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially with the injuries and just the the way that we've been, every time it feels like there's a punch coming at us, we 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 we've st- we dodge. We, yeah, we just no. dodged it, and we and we wish. No. And we st- we kept it together, and we finished the season strong. And, and, and if you go back to our episodes when the season first started, we were not good. We were like five hundred kind of level team, and there was a lot of issues, and we were pissed off. Like the the fact that they turned it around like that and turned the season to what it it was, can't believe it. Really can't. But with that being said, um, a couple nights ago on Tuesday. Uh, it was the playing game. The eighth and seventh seed, whoever wins, gets to play the Grizzlies. That game was the Timberwolves versus the Clippers in Minnesota. A uh, very, very good game. It, it was, it was a more back and forth game. And there's one point where I thought the Clippers are going to take it away, but Timberwolves, you know, came back, pulled it together. A uh, cat was having a bad game, and you know, the the, the thing is, was it was a D'Lo show for sure. D'Lo was outstanding this game, and Timberwolves. Get the get a, get the uh, playing win and clinch a postseason, uh, clinch a playoff spot in their uh, home court. Um, Pat Bev was celebrating like he just won the finals. He was um, going on top of the scores table and crying. It was it, it was crazy. I I was I I was like because um, I get there's a lot of people that were saying oh Pat Bev you, you, or Timberwolves you need to humble yourselves like. And that might be the title of this episode where we're going to say Pat Bev humble yourself. But people are saying Timberwolves need to humble yourself. I'm going to say Timberwolves as a team, right? Uh, Anthony Edwards, Cat, D'Lo. Even though Cat and D'Lo weren't like going all crazy like other players, it was mainly just mm-hmm. actually like Edwards and Pat Bev. Timberwolves could deserve this. Their fans deserve this. You know, their, their, their franchise has been down bad, horrible for a minute now. And if for, them, for them to actually go, you know, get that post, that, I guess that playoff spot, because it really was only a game, it was only clinching a playoff spot. You didn't play, win a yeah. playoff game or a series or nothing, but mm-hmm. um, it's still a good moment for them for, and for their franchise because it's, it's really showing like the right direction they're going to. So I'm not going to hate on them as a whole, but Pat Bev, you need to calm your ass down because mm-hmm. yeah, his ass has been there for one year and yep. he's, and then he wanted to go and tweet some shit like, he also tweeted some shit like saying, uh, you guys acting like what we're selling right this is like, we deserve this with all the pain and, and suffering we or whatever he said, all the pain we've had in the past years. I'm like, that yeah. you, we've had. You mean you mean your you mean the Timberwolves fans and the and the, the players actually be on the team for a minute because your ass has only your ass has only been there one year, and you're actually pretty you're actually enjoying yourself with the Clippers for the last good amount of years. And you know I get the Clippers, you know how they got to the Western Conference Finals, but they also you know they even had the pre, have it the prettiest because they had final expectations and they never got there. Yeah. But still. Pat Bev is acting like he's been there for five years. You haven't. Like, bro, you've been there for one year. And it's, it's like, bro, all you did was clinch a, a, play, a playoff spot. You did not win a playoff series or nothing. Like, the way you acted, you, you better expect to go win the final. Like, that, that, that's really, really when Pat Bev was talking about 
uh, the next what was it to Curry? The next five years or mine or whatever. This yeah. must be this must be what he was talking about because it's because it's crazy the way that he's acting. And then for him to also uh take a video of him in the lock in the locker room saying uh weak ass Clippers fuck out of here and all this. I told you making the playoff spot and all this, and all that. I'm like okay maybe you and the organization had some problems, but Clippers is your ex team and I and and what's yeah. not what's not getting twisted. Pat Bev is one of the most hated players in the NBA. If Pat, if Pat, I, I can tell you, Clipper fans show a lot of love to Pat Bev and a lot of respect to him. Like to the point where I'm like, why would you diss your old team like that? Yeah, like that's that that would kind of that would kind of piss me off. And like you know, like if I saw if I was a Clippers fan, I see like a player that you know I like for so long, you know, just diss my team act like that just because they beat us in a mm-hmm. playing game. By the way, Clippers can beat the Pelicans and they make the playoff spot. Yep, like. It's just, yeah. it's, it's really it's it's really just as simple as that. But you know, it would be really funny too to see the Clippers go farther than the Timberwolves, you know, and then they just like, make a video back to Pat Bev. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff is just that stuff is just like not and it's not hate like that. Um, so I I think now we should you know talk about the uh at our actual games or our our season preview against the Timberwolves since we're playing them. Uh, we yeah. went two and two against the Timberwolves this year. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of, I would say it was kind of like a, uh, I'm not going to sit here and say it was an ugly two and two. There was a ugly, there was a very ugly game in that two, in that two. <laughs> Actually, both of, the, both of our losses were pretty ugly. Um, yeah. I will, I will, I will say, I'll go and say that our second one was, was like, we were in the game, but we just played really bad basketball. The first one, on the other hand, was just like, wow, we got our ass mm-hmm. whooped. Like, we, we, we just, I think we all. I think we lost by forty-one or forties. Like, yeah, that that was uh, I wouldn't say it's a game to forget. That was the game that I say was our wake-up call. Because after that game, we had our meeting, and immediately after that, we had the Jazz game, which I feel like turned around our season. I've said it. In, I've said it every episode. That's that's the game. That's that's really turned around the season. And now, now we're gonna. And then we also had the good game where uh, it was really, it was, it went to overtime, and Cat hit that like heave half, uh, like almost half court three, that um, like went that went in, and then they go to over OT, and we had the you know, Jaw was going off that game too. Jaw was outstanding, and we had we had to uh, go to OT. Grizzlies end up uh, clutch, clutching it up, and we get the win. Um, uh, Brandon Clark also that was Brandon Clark's game where he got back in the rotation. Uh, mm-hmm. He found his. He 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 found a way to get back. Uh, back in rotation, Jenkins. You know, started trusting him. Uh, but yeah, I guess what I should ask from to you, Brad, is from the from the games this season. What was the uh, issues you really saw from? I guess the the the, the Grizzlies against the Timberwolves. I think in two of them. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, Jaws out. Just just to add that, I think wasn't it two? Uh, let me. Double check that. It was, I know it's at least one game. I know it's at least one game. I believe we I won. Think our la- I know our last two. We've 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 had a. No, I think we had John all of them. Actually, now I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, John played all of them. Okay, but anyways, um, let's say free throw shooting is like just as like a team, like just in like throughout the season, just like a struggle. Um, I think we need a. You know, if we can somehow, you know, stay consistent with that in the in this series, it'll really help us. But then, like talking about, you know, the top guys that have went off against us, obviously, Cat, you know, D'Lo, you know, Edwards. We gotta, we gotta stop them. We gotta hold them. Um, 
and then we just we just gotta we just gotta play on full cylinder. We gotta be making our free throws, um, shooting well like we have in like the last stretch of the season. Um, everything. Um, so yeah, we we gotta be consistent with it. Like I I get like we like I, it's kind of like we're like when Jaws out our whole, it's like everyone wants to you know everyone comes out and steps up. And there's a game where Jaws plays and it's like no one's hitting. Like we. Well, I want that. I want that Dancy Melton in that that end of the season with us to to be that Dancy Melton in the playoffs because, yeah, without a doubt, Dancy Melton looked amazing. He looked like a six man of the year candidate when he for his for his like the way that he ended the season, uh, and yeah, like base. I guess let's break down the roster because we kind of just brought him up. Uh, the the big. I guess the big. Uh, the big the big guys to talk about is the big three pretty much that they they have they have there. And Anthony Edwards, Cad, D'Lo, and they've they've all had their fair amounts of like you know kind of doing their thing against us this year. Like at least no. each each every one of them had their games. I would say D'Lo's done the the most damage, and D'Lo also did the damage in the play in the playing. Like D'Lo's the guy that that's really gonna be had to be a stop. And we're gonna bring that up more when we have to actually talk about what's our you know keys to us going and winning this game. But they've for sure been the guys that have just killed us. And it, I can't, I was really, I, I was in like, I couldn't believe that the Wolves won that game with Cat being just a no show. Like, Cat had two points and four fouls mm-hmm. going to halftime. And then he ends up fouling out the game. Uh, you know, Edwards is going to get, Edwards is going to give us buckets. That's, that's probably the biggest talk I feel like with people is the John Morant versus Edwards thing. Cause, we're, I'm still gonna go out and say that people, you know, people are gonna say it too. Edwards is probably also a generational talent, and yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say it yet, but there's people already saying it, and that's why they're gonna go and say the it's generational talent versus generational talent. Um, we're gonna see, it, it's gonna be a very fun show to see t- two of the most athletic, uh, young. I wouldn't say because y'all already had his come up. Edwards is having is already is already pretty much has he's he's having his come up going. I feel like it's still going on, but he's already had, pretty much had it, but. Two of the two of the best young players in the league, um, going at it, and like I said, the Timber. I think I've told you this like off our podcast episodes. The Timberwolves really remind me of the Grizzlies last year, where we were a young team and we end up we end up we end up getting the play into the playoffs from a, from a plan, and I think they're going to be a competitive team. In the I think they're going to be a competitive team in the playoffs. I also think they're going to be have a have a jump next season, not like us, because you know. AC this the second seed that's a crazy jump but Different. I would say they're a 60 team next season and they don't have to deal with the plan uh but like we're, we're, we're going to predictions by competitive team I don't mean they're gonna like give us give us smoke smoke but uh kind of like our series last year against the jazz you're basically saying yeah like they've real like they really have a competitive team and if we go beyond just the top three guys I just love some of the like. Okay, I might I might give Pat Bev shit, and, and but I'm gonna tell you this. I, I'll 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 be a I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. If Pat Bev's on the Grizzlies, I would have loved him. It, without a doubt, if he was a Grizzly and we never traded him, I would I would have loved Pat Bev on our team because I just think he just has like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of has that. He he's kind of one of those players that's like, yeah, he's really hated if he's just not on your team. But if he's on your team, he, he you're you're gonna find ways to like him. And it's just kind of like his energy and like the defensive. He kind of has like that grit and grind feel to him. He's one of those players that's like he's always kind of had a, like a he's always kind of feel like he has a place in Memphis. Like he's just kind of that play style, that old grit and grind style. Yeah. So I think I would always I think I would always liked him if he was 
on our team. That's you know weird as that sound, but yep. also Malik Be uh, Malik Beasley. I think Malik Beasley is going to be like uh, is a very underrated player that, that no one's talking about like that because he's really a sniper and. It, Grizzly fans don't remember we sucked at guarding him in our in some of our games. Like we were leaving him open, and that that's that's an issue because all this this dude really lives off threes. Like we have to be better when it comes to guarding him. Torian Prince is a guy I thought was going to be impacting the playing game, but he ends up not playing, and I don't know why. I wonder if he's going to get his minutes in the playoffs, but he just ended up not playing. And they are they have like some sneaky good defensive guys off their bench, also like Jamie Daniels. Um, Nas Reed, guys like that. Jerry Vanderbilt's a good hustle player. Mm-hmm. Like they, they really do remind me of the Grizzlies. They have these little, like you know, uh, players that are not going to be known uh, outside of Minnesota. But if you really watch them, they're very good players, and they're a good. It's a good. It's it's a pretty solid deep team. So I just and even though. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? Just hope, like I know, like sometimes the season, like with our defense, we would make adjustments where we would double and leave a guy open. Like you were saying, like with Malik Beasley, that's what it was. So we would double, yeah. leave him open, usually in the corner. We can't do that the series. Just like I'll I'll leave most of it for like our keys, but um all I gotta say is we just gotta keep playing defense how we've been playing defense, really. There was a lot of times in the games like where you know, Dilo's doing his thing, so we're kinda like we have like one defender shedding off just so it's like it's like Dilo just can't have his way getting down and driving in. But Dilo would just kind of like chill and then dish off a quick pass up easily and he would just pull up. Like we just can't, we just can't allow easy buckets like that. And there, the, the Timberwolves games against us were just bad. I think the defense was just not there. Um, I think, I think there's obviously faces to that, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but yeah, this team is just solid and I'll give them their credit. I like, I feel like, even though they were a really good team this season, people didn't feel like that. Like they didn't really act like that. They acted like they were just the same old Tim Rolls. They're not that good. When this team is really like that this year, and they're not going to be an easy, uh, an easy like uh, opponent at all. The only reason that mm-hmm. I've been saying that I want to put the Tim Rolls is because Pat Bev talked shit after the last game where he kind of said, "There's no dancing in Memphis tonight, huh?" or whatever, something like that. Yep. And I know him and Jaw were talking shit back and forth in that last game. This is our this is our game, and in the in the Grizzly in the Grizzlies have really like done good at ta- at you know backing up shit talk like mm-hmm. that's that's what I that's what I love about this team like we gotta be able to back up people that are talking shit and I- I- Iggy's the best Iggy's the best uh you know example of that like Iggy Iggy didn't want to play with us and we told him like I can't wait we can't wait to trade him and show him what we're about Iggy's beat us I think one time since then and we beat him like five six times like. We beat, we keep being the Heat. We uh, we own the Warriors. We know that. So it, it it's just like it's just gonna happen. Like Memphis is we 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 we, we talk our shit for a reason, but we're gonna back it up. So I just can't wait to like, be on the series, and then we can just post one of those videos in the locker room and just say, "Huh, no dancing in Minnesota tonight, huh?" <laughs> yeah, like this, this this is this is our like this is our time. Like we're gonna we're gonna show the Timberwolves. I have a complete like complete. Uh, Confidence that we're going to do our thing, and Timberwolves fans are talking crazy too. They think they're going to win the series. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to see. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, I guess that's going to bring us into actually talking about um, the keys. Like, yeah, so we're going to actually talk about the keys of the series, and uh, I'm going to think this is going to be on top. I, I think this is going to be on top of your list. Um, and th- th- this this is kind of this is kind of like uh, I feel like these two kind of collide with each other. Um, so I'm just gonna say them. 
stopping D'Lo and okay. Dylan Brooks being able to play. So, those I'm guessing that's on top of your list because mm-hmm. that's just that's just what we need to do. Uh, so D'Lo's obviously been the biggest bucket in those games, and he's just he kind of just has that feel right now. Like he's also probably has the the little of like the oh he's gonna he's gonna go in here and he's gonna do his thing because he just had a great playing game. Like it, the dude the dude's like has the hot hand right now, and I wouldn't doubt if he's gonna be have that like same kind of confidence going to the playoffs. So. What's our stop for that? Boom, Dylan Brooks. Dylan the villain. Let's not forget Dylan the villain in the playoffs last year. Amazing. He was our second option, without a doubt. If Jaw was Jaw was doing crazy, but so was Dylan Brooks. He was averaging 25 a game and yeah. playing good defense on the other side. But the other thing that we got we can't we can't forget is that DB hasn't played against the Timberwolves once this year. So us going two two on uh us going two and two against him is pretty good since we didn't have DB. And the reason I say that is because DB against the Timberwolves in his career. When the, when the Grizzlies played the Timberwolves with DB playing, we're eight and one. We love D, DB loves the Timberwolves, and it's really it's really always been kind of started since there was a little Twitter interaction with a with I think some they were talking about like Dylan Brooks versus the their player Josh Kogi, like who's the better player, and Josh Kogi says something that that uh, in that tweet that said like he's better, and after that Dylan Brooks pops off the very next game like against the Timberwolves, and Josh Kogi had like four points. Like, yeah. and since then it's just been Dylan Dylan Brooks show against the Timberwolves, and I I think that not only does does we do we feel good when we get Dylan Brooks and we're against the Timberwolves, Dylan Brooks is going to give smoke to D'Lo. We know that he, Dylan Brooks is one of those players in the NBA where he likes to guard a, a, a motherfucker like Curry. So aggressive. If, he, if Dylan Brooks is going to Dylan Brooks like the guy, guy like likes to guard Curry, D'Lo should be no problem. So. <laughs> I have, I have, I have very high expectations that that Dylan Brooks is going to do his thing once again in the playoffs, without a doubt. Uh, but yeah, like that's my that's my number one. Um, I think it's your number one. Uh, do you do you have another key, uh, that you really think that need that's going to be very important going to this playoffs? Like I said earlier, free throw shooting, free throw shooting, free throw shooting. Gotta we we have to make our free throws. Like if this if there's a time season where we're consistent from the free throw line it has to be now um yeah sometimes we're like if we're off we're off like it's you know just those games like you know we could be shooting good we could have a good streak going for free throw shooting and then it just goes boom it's inconsistent we got to be consistent in any series we play like no matter how many series if we make the nba final like know how far we go like we have to be consistent every single series from the free throw line don't it's gonna hurt us a lot yeah like it it, it's already we already kind of like talked about like the i i think i've told you i don't think there's a team that uh is like a set there's been a second season in nba history with this bad of free throw shooting and free throw shooting is really like one of our only like weaknesses when it comes to this team like Mm -hmm. that that's all that's always been kind of like one thing that i've always said like if you look, if you go down every team uh, in every every second seed in NBA history, they should not have a better, a, a worse shoot, uh, free throw shooting than us. I just feel like our free throw shooting is just yeah. bad. I, I what, so so one other thing I would say, um, we got to keep Anthony, we got to keep Cat in check for sure. Uh, that that's just that's just always important. I I, I trust that Steve Knapp is going to. Do his thing and play good defense. He's been playing good defense all year. Uh, 
And it, I, I, very, very important that you, that Stephen Adams is doing his thing on the offensive, uh, on the boards. If that's offensive rebounding, because you know he had the most offensive rebounds in franchise history, uh, and he just been a good defender. Uh, great. Obviously, the boards have been pretty much like a big part of our of our uh, identity as a team that we're just such a good second chance point team. Um, we look at our shooting; it's like we're not the greatest shooting team. We're probably one of the worst shooting teams in the league. Yeah. But when, the the way that we get so much second chance opportunities just makes this team so much better. And it it, it, just, it just it just makes it to like the point where like if the Grizzlies are having a good shooting game, you're mm-hmm. not winning because yeah. if we're if we're playing how we do on the, on on the, like the hustle standpoint. Good luck, because if we're shooting, because we usually don't hit shots like this, so if we're actually hitting those shots, it's wraps, and we're just going to out, we're just going to out hustle, outwork these, outwork them, um, and that's kind of reason. Like I don't see them, I can't see them winning a seven game series against us because there's no way I can see this. I get, I get, I like this Timberwolves team. Mm-hmm. I can't see them outhousing us for seven games. I can see them doing do it for one game, uh, and yeah, like that. That's going. I guess that leads us to predictions. Uh, and I, I'm gonna start with my prediction because I'm gonna leave you last because you you you've been getting your predictions good all season so just gonna let oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you get that get that one last. <laughs> my prediction is we we win in five. Now I have a hundred percent confidence we can do this shit in four, but I'm a, I, since I want to be respectful and I really do think the Timberwolves are a solid team, uh, and they they have played us good this season. I'll give them the credit, but at the same time it's a little like. Have they have they played uh, have they played the real Grizzlies like that like the fir- the, the Grizzlies that they blew out the first the start of the season that wasn't the same Grizzlies that that, that we have now. Um, I feel like we had a little like the, the the last game we just had we just played such a bad game so who knows he might have one of those games in the playoffs. But we get Dylan Brooks' time and I feel I just feel like we're gonna win this series. Um, I don't care what Timberwolves fans say. If I I'm a, my prediction is gonna be Grizz in five, but like I said. Without a doubt, I have a hundred percent confidence that we can do this in four, and I don't, I don't, I don't think the uh, I think the Grizzlies are going to take care of business, and we're going to be seeing the Nuggets or the Warriors in the in the second round. I'm, I'm, I'm like the team is the team has amazed me uh, countless times. I'm going to the playoffs with just just full confidence that we that we're able to get to even get to that we're able to get to the finals. We're that good of a team. I really think we are. Uh, Suns is going to be Suns is pretty much a team that I think is going to be in our way, completely. Uh, second round team, I I don't care if it's the Warriors or Nuggets. I think both of those teams that we can we can get by. It's the Suns is a team that we're going to have to look out for. Mm-hmm. But first, we got you know take care of business in first round. And like I said, there don't see a world where Timberwolves out 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 uh, play us in seven in seven game series. It's just not happening. So, where's in five? But I'm leave it to your prediction. Steez, I got news for you, buddy. You go and sweep them under the rug, sweeping them under the rug. We're never gonna, we're never gonna pick that rug back up, man. I'm telling you right now, Pat Bev, get ready for the smoke. Hello, get ready for the smoke. Cat, get ready for the smoke. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, I can feel it, man. I'm, I'm feeling this revenge coming, man. I, I, I'm telling you, man. I, I can really feel it. I think we're playing all cylinders, like you said. I'm having full confidence. Person four. Gonna do it. We just gotta play Grizzlies basketball. That's it. That that's it. Run the run the fast breaks right. Get our second chance opportunities. Out hustle the fuck out of this team. 
Um, I guess mm-hmm. a key factor I forgot about: Jaren has to stay out of foul trouble completely because yeah, yeah. he's our best. Def- he's he's our he's 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 he arguably should should be a defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. you know, candidate. Uh, he had the most blocks. He also leads the NBA in stocks, which is steals steals plus blocks. Uh, he's our block champion, and we need him. Or he's he's the NBA's block champion, and we need him to stay out of foul trouble so we can you know uh, achieve the sweep against the Timberwolves. Because, like I said, I said five is my prediction. Don't keep. I, I, there, there's actually there's actually things where I've already said we're gonna win in four. <laughs> like I feel like I said Grizz in four because I have confidence we can still do that. Like I I don't I don't, I don't doubt this this that that we can that we can do that without a doubt. I don't see the Timberwolves getting two games on us. I can see one. Don't see two. So, Timberwolves, I get it. You want you, you clinch the playoff spot. Humble yourselves, okay? Pat Bev, especially you, because the Grizz, Grizzlies are about that. Like, I tell you guys, have had a season like we just had this this jump because you guys feel like us last season. But we we didn't go we didn't go into the Jazz series saying we're gonna go do this and that against the Jazz. Like we kind we were we were being realistic about that one. <laughs> like. We have just because you all two two does this year doesn't mean y'all gonna win beat us in a seven game series. This is th- this is this is our time, um, and we're gonna go take we're gonna go. We started our house. I love it. We started in the grind house. It's gonna go crazy, uh, oh, yeah. and yeah, Grizzlies yeah. gonna take care of business. Sure. So this is, all it is is just Timberwolves. Watch out. I mean, you guys are talking crazy. You guys are gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to learn that. It's it's you it's 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 not it's not a bad thing, but you guys should, you guys should, you guys are talking crazy just a little too early. For sure. And I get Grizzly fans talk crazy, but we, we're a second seed. We can. So. Get back. That's the fun part about things. Until the until Timberwolves get to this point, they, they, they're, not, they're not going to let them talk all the shit they want. But Yeah, they ain't shit right now. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like, I can't wait for the series. It starts Saturday. Uh, let me get the right time for y'all. You know, you know it's 30, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. 2.30 central and then what 12 30 yeah uh so it, it, you got you guys better be tuned in i don't i don't, I don't care if you got work calling sick i don't care we would tune in and watch the grizzlies do their thing against the Timberwolves. um as always we there's not there's not very much we gotta talk about obviously our next episode is going to be after we beat the Timberwolves in this next series after we sweep uh, the Timberwolves. And we're gonna see who our uh, opponent is. It's gonna be the Warriors or Nuggets. I'm cool with any one of them. I'd rather play the Warriors since the Warriors. Is, I just feel like we're like that matchup um, against the Warriors. Like the Warriors do not want to see us. Mm. So we're gonna see you guys for that next series. Best believe it. Sure. Uh, but with that being said, Brad, you got any other words before we close this one out? Sweeping under the rug, man. Sweep them under the rug. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, sweep them under the rug. We'll see you guys in how how long is the series supposed to be? Like how long is it? Uh oh, seven game series? Yeah. Or like a four game. I mean if it go, if it goes seven games, it, uh, for us it should be four game series. Four game. But but yeah, uh, we appreciate y'all listening in. Uh yeah, get your grout towels, order them, whatever. <laughs> But, but yeah, just just we're, we're you know we're just as everyone's pumped as as we are. Uh, Grizzlies fans are gonna go crazy. I know they are because it's just, they've just been going crazy all season. And the Grizzlies are gonna the Grizzlies are gonna reward us and they're gonna get us this sweep. So uh, appreciate y'all listening in. We'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace.